0: Hey, Bible, y'all. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Bible, y'all podcast for Friday, November 24th. Happy National Day of Listening. And since all y'all like podcasts, you nailed it. Actually, this one was started by the National Oral History Project, StoryCorps. And they figure since the whole family is together for Thanksgiving, why not sit down with your parents and grandparents and interview them on video and record their stories before it's too late? Trust me, one day somebody will be glad you did it. I did that with my parents several years ago and was surprised at how little they were willing to commit to on record. I know for a fact they caused more trouble than that. One of my cousins did that with my grandmother back in the 80s on cassette tape. Mama Faye, we called her, was born in 1912 in Sopchoppy, Florida, which ain't quite the middle of nowhere, but you can see it from there. She was as country as a square dance and had some cool stories. Sides, what else you gonna do? Go shopping? On Black Friday, which it also is? The busiest shopping day of the year? The day all them overpriced mall stores finally break even? The only day Walmart opens a third register? The day that sweet little old lady who normally delivers food to shut-ins shivs a biker chick in the kidney over the last Yoda baby? the most in-demand toy two years running. Or, not making this up, wish I was but I'm not this good, over the last Gotta Go Flamingo, which is this freaky electronic bird looking thing that can talk to your kid and when you dump orange food powder down its throat, the neck twirls around and it poops out orange goo in a little plastic toilet and was the most in-demand toy a few years back, which kind of sums up modernity, I guess, and the toy companies do know what the kids like. But is it really worth getting ice picked in the parking lot of Walmart over? Our reading for today is Ezekiel 47.1-48.35, through 1 Peter 2.11-3.7, through 3, 7, Psalm 119.49-64, and Proverbs 28.12-13. So if y'all are ready, maybe I'm just jaded, cause living in Floridia, flamingo poop is like an everyday thing for us. But before we get to the reading, let's me and the squad do a review of yesterday's study. Okay, yesterday, on November 23rd, in the Old Testament, we read Ezekiel forty-five thirteen through forty-six twenty-four, And he's still laying down rules for how to make offerings and sacrifices. And he starts out with oblations the people make through the prince, and then how to do the sacrifices. And on New Year's Day, they take a young bullock without blemish and cleanse the sanctuary, and this is in addition to the Passover, which was also in the first month. Then he covers the Feast of Tabernacles, and that's where the chapter ended. And chapter 46 is about the people, the priests, and the prince uniting in worship. They all come together in Sabbaths and new moons, and they make certain sacrifices. And it's interesting that the drink offerings are ignored, and in the case of the new moon festival, no mention is made of the blowing of trumpets. And in verse 13, the evening sacrifice is omitted. So it's not an exact copy of Levitical law. So either it's just a summary, or it's not necessary. And if it's not necessary, why? Because it's the Tribulation Temple? And this is more stuff I wish I had time to look into. But verse 9 says, When the people of the land shall come before the Lord, he that entereth in by the way of the north gate to worship shall go out by the way of the south gate, and he that entereth by the way of the south gate shall go forth by the way of the north gate. He shall not return by the way of the gate whereby he came in, but shall go forth over against it. And to me, that sounds symbolic of never going back where you came from, as in to idolatry, once you come to the Lord. And then we have a rule that if the prince gives a gift unto any of his sons, the inheritance thereof shall be his sons. But if he gives a gift of his inheritance to one of his servants, then it shall be his servants until he goes free. Then he's got to give it back, because what was the prince's rightly belongs to the sons. Likewise, the prince shall not take of the people's inheritance by oppression, that my people be not scattered every man from his possession. Private property is very important to God. The government is not allowed to take your stuff and you can't take stuff from the ruler.
1: Two ways to get an inheritance, as a permanent servant or as a son. And we're born into the family of God and have an inheritance that cannot be taken.
0: And in the New Testament, we read 1 Peter 1.13-2.10. And that starts out by saying, Wherefore, gird up the loins of your mind, be sober, and hope to the end for the grace that is to be brought unto you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. As obedient children, not fashioning yourselves according to the former lusts in your ignorance. In other words, get your head on straight, obey, ditch all those old lusts, and never lose hope of what's coming when Jesus reveals himself. As he which hath called you is holy, so be ye holy. Because your redemption ain't from gold or silver, but from the literal Son of God. So if you've purified your soul through obedience, then love each other like it matters, being born again by the word of God. You're supposed to be something new, so act like it. Because all this worldly stuff, including your body, is going to burn. But the word of the Lord endureth forever. And then in chapter 2, he's still making the same speech, same subject. Lay aside all malice, guile, hypocrisies, envies, and all evil speakings, and return to a time when you were like children, full of innocent wonder, respectful of the Father, and desiring the sincere milk of the word, so that you might grow thereby into something new some other kind of adult, and not what you are now, all corrupted by the world and stuff. Then he says, just like Jesus came to us as a living stone that was rejected by the builders, but chosen of God and precious, ye also, as living stones, are built up a spiritual house, a living sacrifice acceptable to God by Jesus Christ. Because Jesus, the stone they rejected, is now the head of the corner, which either means the chief cornerstone, or, I've heard it preached, the capstone of a pyramid, Not sure why it matters either way, but Jesus is now a stone of stumbling and a rock of offense to them which stumble at the word, being disobedient. He's the rock that crushes the sinner. But that ain't y'all, verse 9. Y'all are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation that lives and demonstrates living praises to the God that called you out of the darkness into his marvelous light, which in time past were not a people. Y'all were just a random collection of individuals from every race and creed. But now you're the people of God. One race, the Christian race.
1: So Peter is giving us a key to overcoming. He says, fix our hope completely on the grace to be brought to us at the revelation of Jesus Christ and to be holy like the Holy One that called us. He points out that obedience to the truth purifies the heart and it results in sincere love of the brethren. We have been born of incorruptible seed and we are to be holy because of Jesus. He made us a new chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people for God's own possession, to proclaim the excellencies of him who has called us out of darkness into his marvelous light. Peter is imploring us to separate ourselves from our old self's behavior that was pretty friendly with the darkness left behind.
0: And then in Psalms, we read Psalm 119, 33-48, and we start with the letter He. This section is asking for God to teach him to walk in his way. And the word translated teach means properly to throw, to cast, to hurl, and then to teach, as if to say truth were thrown and scattered like seeds.
1: And this reminds me of the foundational parable of Jesus, the parable of the soils and the seed scattered. Jesus said we must understand this one to be able to understand the rest. Truth is scattered like seed, like the soils. How will our heart handle the truth?
0: Then he asked God to make him follow the rules, because we can't do it on our own, I guess. And the next letter is vow. And here's something weird, because there's almost no words in Hebrew that begin with the letter vow. It's actually a conjunction. So every verse in the original starts with a conjunction, not because it's tied to the verse before it, just because that's how they had to do it. So the phrase, let my mercies come, is literally, and thy mercy shall come, or and let thy mercies come. Man, Hebrew is hard. But the theme here is be merciful so I can follow you and preach your word. And then in Proverbs, we read Proverbs 28:11, which says, the rich man is wise in his own conceit, But the poor that hath understanding searcheth them out. You ever know anybody who's really smart or skilled or educated in one area, so they naturally assume they're smart in all other areas too? Or worse, somebody who's dumb but thinks they're smart about everything? Rich people have that luxury. Poor people don't. We got to get it right every time. So we tend to study stuff out and be more grounded in reality and not assume we know everything. Mm. But that's the end of our review of yesterday's study. Thanks for your help, babe. Our reading in the Old Testament for November 24th is Ezekiel 47.1-48.35. Afterward he brought me again unto the door of the house, and behold, waters issued out from under the threshold of the house eastward, for the forefront of the house stood toward the east, and the waters came down from under from the right side of the house, at the south side of the altar. Then brought he me out of the way of the gate northward. And led me about the way without unto the utter gate by the way that looketh eastward. And behold, there ran out waters on the right side. And when the man that had the line in his hand went forth eastward, he measured a thousand cubits, and he brought me through the waters. The waters were to the ankles. Again he measured a thousand and brought me through the waters. The waters were to the knees. Again he measured a thousand and brought me through. The waters were to the loins." Afterward he measured a thousand, and it was a river that I could not pass over, for the waters were risen, waters to swim in, a river that could not be passed over. And he said unto me, Son of man, hast thou seen this? Then he brought me, and caused me to return to the brink of the river. Now when I had returned, behold, at the bank of the river were very many trees on the one side and on the other. Then he said unto me, These waters issue out toward the east country, and go down into the desert, and go into the sea which being brought forth into the sea, the waters shall be healed. And it shall come to pass that everything that liveth, which moveth whithersoever the river shall come, shall live. And there shall be a very great multitude of fish, because these waters shall come thither, for they shall be healed. And everything shall live whither the river cometh. And it shall come to pass that the fishers shall stand upon it from en even unto en They shall be a place to spread forth nets. Their fish shall be according to their kinds, as the fish of the great sea, exceeding many. But the miry places thereof, and the marishes thereof, shall not be healed. They shall be given to salt. And by the river upon the bank thereof, on this side and on that side, shall grow all trees for meat, whose leaf shall not fade, neither shall the fruit thereof be consumed. It shall bring forth new fruit according to his months, because their waters they issued out of the sanctuary. And the fruit thereof shall be for meat, and the leaf thereof for medicine." Thus saith the Lord God, This shall be the border, whereby ye shall inherit the land according to the twelve tribes of Israel. Joseph shall have two portions, and ye shall inherit it, one as well as another, concerning the which I lifted up mine hand to give it unto your fathers. And this land shall fall unto you for inheritance, and this shall be the border of the land toward the north side from the great sea, the way of Hethlon, as men go to Zedad, Hamath, Baratha, Sibraim, which is between the border of Damascus and the border of Hamath, Hazarhadakon, which is by the coast of Horon, and the border from the sea shall be Hazaranon, the border of Damascus, and the north northward, and the border of Hamath, and this is the north side. And the east side ye shall measure from Horon, and from Damascus, and from Gilead, and from the land of Israel by Jordan, from the border unto the east sea, and this is the east side, and the south side southward from Tamar, even to the waters of strife in Kadesh, the river to the great sea. And this is the south side southward. The west side also shall be the great sea from the border, till a man come over against Hamath. This is the west side. So shall ye divide this land unto you according to the tribes of Israel. And it shall come to pass, that ye shall divide it by lot for an inheritance unto you. And to the strangers that sojourn among you, which shall beget children among you. And they shall be unto you as born in the country among the children of Israel. They shall have inheritance with you among the tribes of Israel. And it shall come to pass, that in what tribe the stranger sojourneth, there shall ye give him his inheritance, saith the Lord God. Chapter 48. Now these are the names of the tribes, from the north end to the coast of the way of Hethlon, as one goeth to Hamath, Hazaranon, the border of Damascus northward, to the coast of Hamath, for these are his sides east and west, a portion for Dan. And by the border of Dan from the east side unto the west side a portion for Asher. And by the border of Asher from the east side even unto the west side a portion for Naphtali. And by the border of Naphtali from the east side unto the west side a portion for Manasseh. And by the border of Manasseh from the east side unto the west side a portion for Ephraim. And by the border of Ephraim from the east side even unto the west side a portion for Reuben. And by the border of Reuben from the east side unto the west side a portion for Judah. And by the border of Judah, from the east side unto the west side, shall be the offering which ye shall offer of five and twenty thousand reeds in breadth and in length, as one of the other parts, from the east side unto the west side, and the sanctuary shall be in the midst of it. The oblation that ye shall offer unto the Lord shall be of five and twenty thousand in length, and of ten thousand in breadth. And for them, even for the priests, shall be this holy oblation, toward the north five and twenty thousand in length, and toward the west ten thousand in breadth and toward the east ten thousand in breadth, and toward the south five and twenty thousand in length. And the sanctuary of the Lord shall be in the midst thereof. It shall be for the priests that are sanctified of the sons of Zadok, which have kept my charge, which went not astray when the children of Israel went astray, as the Levites went astray. And this oblation of the land that is offered shall be unto them a thing most holy by the border of the Levites. And over against the border of the priests the Levites shall have five and twenty thousand in length, and ten thousand in breadth. All the length shall be five and twenty thousand, and the breadth ten thousand. And they shall not sell of it, neither exchange nor alienate the first fruits of the land, for it is holy unto the Lord. And the five thousand that are left in the breadth over against the five and twenty thousand shall be a profane place for the city, for dwelling, and for suburbs. And the city shall be in the midst thereof, and these shall be the measures thereof, the north side four thousand and five hundred, and the south side four thousand and five hundred, and on the east side 4,500, and the west side 4,500. And the suburbs of the city shall be toward the north 250, and toward the south 250, and toward the east 250, and toward the west 250. And the residue in length over against the oblation of the holy portion shall be ten thousand eastward and ten thousand westward. And it shall be over against the oblation of the holy portion. And the increase thereof shall be for food unto them that serve the city." And they that serve the city shall serve it out of all the tribes of Israel. All the oblations shall be five and 20,000 by five and 20,000. Ye shall offer the Holy Oblation four square with the possession of the city and the residue shall be for the prince on the one side and on the other of the Holy Oblation and of the possession of the city over against the five and 20,000 of the oblation toward the east border and westward over against the five and 20,000 toward the west border over against the portions for the prince. And it shall be the Holy Oblation and the sanctuary of the house shall be in the midst thereof. Moreover, from the possession of the Levites, and from the possession of the city, being in the midst of that which is the princes, between the border of Judah and the border of Benjamin, shall be for the prince. As for the rest of the tribes, from the east side unto the west side, Benjamin shall have a portion. And by the border of Benjamin, from the east side unto the west side, Simeon shall have a portion. And by the border of Simeon, from the east side unto the west side, Issachar a portion. And by the border of Issachar, from the east side unto the west side, Zebulun a portion. And by the border of Zebulun, from the east side unto the west side, Gad a portion. And by the border of Gad, at the south side southward, the border shall be even from Tamar, unto the waters of Strife and Kadesh, and to the river toward the great sea. This is the land which ye shall divide by lot unto the tribes of Israel for inheritance. And these are their portions, saith the Lord God. And these are the goings out of the city on the north side, 4,500 measures. And the gates of the city shall be after the names of the tribes of Israel, three gates northward, one gate of Reuben, one gate of Judah, one gate of Levi. And at the east side, 4,500, and three gates. And one gate of Joseph, one gate of Benjamin, one gate of Dan. And at the south side, 4,500 measures, and three gates. One gate of Simeon, one gate of Issachar, one gate of Zebulun. At the west side, four thousand and five hundred, with their three gates, one gate of Gad, one gate of Asher, one gate of Naphtali. It was round about eighteen thousand measures, and the name of the city from that day shall be The Lord is There. Our reading in the New Testament for November 24th is 1 Peter 211 seven. Dearly beloved, I beseech you as strangers and pilgrims, abstain from fleshly lusts which war against the soul having your conversation honest among the Gentiles, that whereas they speak against you as evildoers, they may by your good works, which they shall behold, glorify God in the day of visitation. Submit yourselves to every ordinance of man for the Lord's sake, whether it be to the king as supreme, or unto governors as unto them that are sent by him for the punishment of evildoers, and for the praise of them that do well. For so is the will of God, that with well-doing ye may put to silence the ignorance of foolish men, As free and not using your liberty for a cloak of maliciousness, but as the servants of God. Honor all men, love the brotherhood, fear God, honor the king. Servants, be subject to your masters with all fear, not only to the good and gentle, but also to the froward. For this is thankworthy, if a man for conscience toward God endure grief, suffering wrongfully. For what glory is it, if when ye be buffeted for your faults, ye shall take it patiently? But if when ye do well and suffer for it, ye take it patiently? This is acceptable with God. For even hereunto were ye called, because Christ also suffered for us, leaving us an example that ye should follow his steps. Who did no sin, neither was guile found in his mouth, who, when he was reviled, reviled not again. When he suffered, he threatened not, but committed himself to him that judgeth righteously, who his own self bare our sins in his own body on the tree, that we, being dead to sins, should live unto righteousness, by whose stripes ye were healed. For ye were as sheep going astray, but are now returned unto the shepherd and bishop of your souls. Chapter 3 Likewise, ye wives, be in subjection to your own husbands, that if any obey not the word, they also may without the word be won by the conversation of the wives, while they behold your chaste conversation coupled with fear, whose adorning let it not be that outward adorning of plaiting the hair and of wearing of gold, or of putting on of apparel, but let it be the hidden man of the heart and that which is not corruptible, even the ornament of a meek and quiet spirit, which is in the sight of God of great price. For after this manner, in the old time, the holy women also, who trusted in God, adorned themselves, being in subjection to their own husbands. Even as Sarah obeyed Abraham, calling him Lord, whose daughters ye are, as long as ye do well, and are not afraid with any amazement. Likewise ye husbands, dwell with them according to knowledge, giving honor unto the wife, as unto the weaker vessel and as being heirs together of the grace of life, that your prayers be not hindered. And our reading in Psalms for November 24th is Psalm 119, 49-64. Zayin Remember the word unto thy servant, upon which thou hast caused me to hope. This is my comfort in my affliction, for thy word hath quickened me. The proud have had me greatly in derision, yet have I not declined from thy law. I remembered thy judgments of old, O Lord, and have comforted myself. Horror hath taken hold upon me because of the wicked that forsake thy law. Thy statutes have been my songs in the house of my pilgrimage. I have remembered thy name, O Lord, in the night, and have kept thy law. This I had because I kept thy precepts. Cheth Thou art my portion, O Lord. I have said that I would keep thy words. I entreated thy favor with my whole heart. Be merciful unto me according to thy word. I thought on my ways and turned my feet unto thy testimonies. I made haste and delayed not to keep thy commandments. The bands of the wicked have robbed me, but I have not forgotten thy law. At midnight I will rise to give thanks unto thee because of thy righteous judgments. I am a companion of all them that fear thee, and of them that keep thy precepts. The earth, O Lord, is full of thy mercy. Teach me thy statutes. And our reading in Proverbs for November 24th is Proverbs 28:12 and 13. When righteous men do rejoice, there is great glory. But when the wicked rise, a man is hidden. He that covereth his sins shall not prosper, but whoso confesseth and forsaketh them shall have mercy. All right, that's got it for the 24th. Okay, y'all, let's do our 30-second meditation. Today's prayer is on Revelation 13, 7, which says, And it was given unto him to make war with the saints, and to overcome them and power was given him over all kindreds and tongues and nations. So hit the 30-second back button on your podcast player a few times and meditate with me for a little while on being grateful for local control, because prayer is the heavy artillery in the armor of God. So if you're ready, let's go. Father God, John the Revelator had a vision of the last days when the Beast would finally achieve his goal of global tyranny and forced worship. The Founding Fathers, many of whom walked with you, knew that until the Lord returns the smallest government is the most righteous and they sought to diffuse the power of the beast system into the smallest possible local units this system stands today and we are grateful but we can feel satan's time nearing as small government slips away even so come quickly Lord Jesus in his name we pray amen okay that's all the bible Yalling i got for you tonight Thank you, Father, for letting us study your word and for the gift of salvation through your son, Jesus Christ. Please bless and keep everybody listening and let this podcast be helpful to them somehow. Amen. You can find us on Podbean, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Amazon, Google CastBox, and Facebook. If you like Bible Y'all and you want to support it, best thing y'all can do is to pray for me and Bible Y'all Squall and all our friends and family. And if you got any prayer requests, email them to BibleY'allPodcast at gmail.com. Otherwise, just go on out and try to make the world a better place. And if you can't make things any better, just try not to make them any worse. Thanks everybody and God bless y'all. Hey, Bible, y'all. Hazar Hadakon, which, War- La- H- which is by the coast of Horon, Hazar Hatik Hazar Hazar Hadakan, which is by the coast of Horon and the border from the sea shall be hazaranan you know that's ridiculous go back and read this again hazarhatakon which is by the coast of Dur. hazarhatakon hazarha